0: It's Melanie White here with The Habitology Podcast and this is episode number 32, The Difference Between a Business and a Health and Wellness Coaching Business. And this is the third podcast in my Entrepreneur Series for Entrepreneurial Coaches. The reason that I want to talk about this topic particularly is because there is a concept of what business is all about. and while the concept is valid and the way that people do traditional business is really valid, there are some nuances when it comes to running a health and wellness coaching business. And if you want to be successful with your health and wellness coaching business, you need to probably do things a little bit differently from the norm. And it's those differences that I'd like to explore in this podcast. One of the things that really stands out for me having run both a traditional business and a coaching business is that we as coaches are not just doing a certain type of job coaching is not what you do it's actually who you are it's not like you listen actively and reflect and ask open-ended questions just at your work and then you go home and you start telling people what to do. It's pretty hard to be both types of people if you know what I mean. So when you do your coach training and you start working as a coach with more people, it's inevitable that you will grow as a person. It's inevitable that you will undergo massive personal development. It's inevitable that you will become different, that you will start listening and stop talking, that your questions will become more open, that you will become more curious, that you'll become more positive and optimistic, that you'll start to really be connected with people and what they're saying rather than what you think they're saying. And this is a really important thing when it comes to setting up your business too. In the beginning You might be somebody who prescribes and tells and thinks about what they're going to say next rather than really listening to the person or plans their questions in advance. You might be that person to begin with. But what's going to happen as you go along is that you're going to really connect with and start listening to your client. And you're going to start really connecting with and listening to yourself. A big part of coaching is eliciting or raising self-awareness in our clients, helping them to discover themselves. And it's a journey that we're on too as coaches. We become more aware of who we are, of how we behave, of what we're thinking, of how we act in the world, of how we show up and of what we're doing to make our lives better. And this is actually the foundational difference between a traditional business and a coaching business. A traditional business sells something that they think the market needs and they sell it probably in a not very connected way. You might be there for your client selling a product or you might be even in a service based business but you're thinking that you're the expert in knowing what the client needs. As you can see by what I've just explained it needs to be different in a coaching business. You need to be letting your client help you build your business. You need to be curious about them and asking them what they want and need. And if you listen to my last podcast, which compares niches and specialties and expertise, you might also realise that it's really important for you as a coach to be connected to your work, for you to be connected to the types of people that you're working with, for you to believe in what you're doing. Because it's that belief, that knowing, that understanding and that connection which helps you to be a great coach, which influences the outcomes that your clients get, which affects their ability to get results and the level of results they get. So when you're creating your coaching business, it's really important to establish a plan for how you're going to work and what sorts of programs you're going to offer and who you might be working with. But to actually flesh those out, you need to talk to people and you need to tune into what lights you up and energises you the most. Part of being a coach is being a role model for your clients. And that means that you're choosing to do the things that bring positivity and joy to your life. Here's an example of how that might play out in your business. Let's say that you see five to ten coaching clients a week. And half of them are really awesome to work with. You feel excited by seeing them, there's chemistry there, there's an energy there between you and you feel wonderful afterwards, after the session's finished. And then the other half, you dread. You know that you're going to see those people. There's going to be some disconnect and you're going to feel drained. Which half would you rather be working with? Which half are going to be more successful with their outcomes? Which half are going to get the best of you in that coaching session? What I'm saying is this. Yes, on the surface, you could coach anybody on anything but if there's no chemistry between you and that person you're not bringing the best of yourself to that session they're not going to get the best out of you or the best outcome necessarily but when you identify who you truly want to work with and the area that you want to specialize in or focus on you're going to be excited about going to work and energized about running your business this is so important because When you run your own coaching business or practice within an organisation, you are the business. You're the one that does all the admin, does the marketing, runs the programs, gets the follow-up, reviews what happens, what happened I should say and makes improvements. For you to create the energy to be a self-starter and to do all those jobs, you need to Love what you do and feel resilient with it so that you can keep persisting for the long term in running your business the right way and getting great results. You want your clients to be successful. You want to know that when somebody works with you, they are committed to doing the whole eight weeks or 12 weeks or 16 weeks or whatever it is. That they're dedicated and that they want to achieve results. If you focus on finding those people that you connect with, have chemistry with and who are committed to the journey, even if they lack confidence, they're still committed, then you will have a successful coaching business. You will feel energized and you'll have the resilience to run your business on the good days and the hard days. The other part of this energy, this touchy-feely emotional side of running your coaching business that's a little different from the traditional business is that it's so much more important that you listen to your customers, your clients and you let them direct your business to some degree. What I mean is this, every coaching conversation you have with your ideal client, with the person that you have great chemistry with, gives you information about what they want, what they need and how you can best support them. Then With that information, you can develop more targeted marketing, more relevant programs. You know exactly how they need to be supported, whether they want text messages or emails between sessions or not, whether certain resources might be useful for them. When you truly have that connection with your client and it's all about them, not about you, when you're truly listening to them, learning from them, making notes and keeping on top of what they're saying and what they need, you are able to grow and involve your business in a client-centered way. And being client-centered is at the heart of coaching. So just to recap and to sum it up, it's great if you know how to run a traditional business and it's wonderful if you understand the principles of how to make a business successful. But in a coaching business, it's all about relationships So I I offer to you that you're very clear on who you have the best chemistry with and that you see every client as a learning opportunity to help you create a more client-centered, successful and persistent business, sustainable business. Get in touch with what feels right and do that. That's at the heart of your success in a health and wellness coaching business. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now.